0: Welcome to this week's episode of Relaunch My Life Radio. This is such a delightful interview. I got to sit down with Lisa Thompson, the owner of the Golden Thread Collective. Lisa shares with us her journey from overcoming a diagnosis over six years ago and completely relaunching her own life as a result of a decision she made. She now is a health and mindset coach who helps women live the life of their dreams by their design and following the Golden Thread home to the healer within us all. Lisa is such a beautiful soul. She has so many gifts and insights to share. I know you're going to absolutely love this beautiful interview. Welcome to Relaunch My Life Radio. I'm your host, Juliet Lever. And a few years ago, I personally relaunched my own life from being a workaholic, alcoholic and chocoholic to now living a life of my own design. I am on a mission to free you from an unfulfilling job or passionless life. And so with 10-minute tips and 30-minute interviews and stories to tune into, tune into Relaunch My Life Radio to discover your highest potential and feel inspired to live a life of zero regrets. If you want more, be sure to hit subscribe and visit us at www.relaunchmyliferadio.com for more. Well, I am absolutely honoured to be having this conversation today with the beautiful Lisa Thompson. I'm so excited to dig into your golden world and hear about you. How are you today, Lisa? I am so well. Thank you, Juliet. It's such a pleasure to be here with you this morning. Amazing. Well, I thought for all of our listeners' benefits, perhaps we could just dive straight into you and your journey and what has got you to doing what you're doing in the world. What was sort of the turning point for you in your journey and the ways that you've relaunched your life? Oh, it has been
1: quite the journey and there have been a few really pivotal moments that have um I guess, relaunched my life and just completely changed where I was headed. So in 2014, so just over six years ago, I was diagnosed with an incurable condition called ankylosing spondylitis. And I remember being in the doctor's office when they told me and they just said that It was incurable. It would continually get worse and worse as I got older that one day my spine made fuse and they were handing me a script for really heavy anti-inflammatories. And in that moment, I just had this thought in my mind and I loved that it came in. I don't know where it came from, but it just said, no, no, that will not be my life. And so that moment I am so grateful for because it just started me on this whole journey of seeking more, more for my health, more for who I was as a person. And, yeah, I was able to reclaim my power by healing my body and I actually
0: no longer have that condition anymore. So so what was it what like because a lot of people in that situation would give their power over to those who know best what do you think it was that that voice inside that said no where did that had how did you have that within you
1: yeah that's such a good question I I think it was the vision I saw myself older and I knew how much pain I was currently in at that time mm. and I just thought there is no way I can continue to live this way like just it it can't happen and so I think I just had this determination within me that just decided in that moment that I was going to you know seek another way and it's you know I'd never been exposed to natural health or um or things in that way so it was it, it is really interesting that I had that moment that was so strong for me um but it just it just was this inner like it came from within
0: because I guess on the one hand you had like physical symptoms obviously which had led you to having tests and things done. And then on top of that, you had the weight of a label that was trying to be placed upon you. And, you know, I'm sure the medical professionals were trying to do the best they could and support you in that way. But so you had all these sort of odds against you and yet the power of your own conviction and your own decision to say, no, that's not going to be my path. Yeah. I really just want to take a moment to acknowledge that because I think, I think we do kind of live in a society where people do give their power over to people who know better about their own inner body. And I think you know your body better than anyone else. And I'm sure we're going to get into it, but I'm sure the journey that you've been on since then has just helped you to get more and more in tune with yourself and your knowing that. How does it feel now to even think about receiving that diagnosis six years ago?
1: Yeah, it. when I go back to it, I just... I'm really proud of myself and the journey that I was able to take because I know that it's not the case for all people and, you know, that's why I'm here today because I I feel like I have the ability to inspire others that they too can be on a similar journey and they can heal their bodies, they can heal their mind um, and, you know, I just, I feel, I felt the power flood back into my body when I was able to do that and then I was able to transform that into other areas of my life as well and so another you know big part of my journey that I've been on is that I've experienced on um, a few different occasions rape and sexual assault Mm -hmm. and for a very long time I allowed that to really control my life and control my Um, relationships I've um, I found it very difficult in the past um, to be in relationship and I guess you know the the story around my physical health and what I was able to do there then gave me this motivation as well that I knew that I didn't have to live with that trauma forever and that I could free my mind from replaying that over and over and for it to continually influence and impact my life in a really negative way and that's when I found you um, which was an absolute turning point for me in studying NLP and hypnotherapy and in doing that being able to completely free my mind from the trauma that I had experienced in my past and I'm just so incredibly grateful for that experience and that came from a from a similar place of just knowing that there is no way I should have to live with that trauma and I can transform that and now I get to support women who have experienced similar traumas or um, or not necessarily similar, but have just had struggles throughout their life and know that they deserve more and that they are worthy of so much more. And I love that I now get to share that.
0: This is so beautiful. It's so profound. And I think you've got so many messages, you know, you've got so much that you can share through your journey. And I really feel like you're your strength and your conviction and just knowing that there is a different way and that there was yeah. another another way forward is so inspiring and so I know that, you know, on a, on a physical level, you've really over those six years as well, spend a lot of time doing, you know, detoxification and doing a lot of health things. And then obviously from a mental, emotional level, you've cleared things as well. And so I guess my question to you would be someone maybe who's listening to this, who has maybe accepted a label, they've accepted a condition that they've been told that they have and that they're open and they're, they're considering, well, maybe there is a different path and there is a different way that I could approach this or think about it. What do you think about, you know, is it better to approach it through the physical or the mental, emotional first? Like what is, what are the first sort of barriers or things that you think are the most powerful things for people to start working through? Uh,
1: Yeah. So I guess for me, the power came from the physical side first, but I don't, necessarily believe that that's always the case because mm. I had an incredibly strong motivation to change my physical health but I understand that for some people there may even be mindset blocks that that limit them from being able to I guess really address their health in a way that's going to transform their lives and so I guess what I would suggest for the listeners would be to start looking at the beliefs that you have around whatever's going on for you. And if you're saying things to yourself such as, oh, this is just how it is, this is how I will always be, then notice what that is in relation to and start telling yourself that it is possible to heal my body or it is possible to not have this past memory on repeat in my mind it is possible for me to achieve all of the dreams that I have and when you're able to I guess address your mindset in that way it's it just has so much power and sometimes that's not something that you can do alone as well and so I guess the other thing could be to seek out someone who has had a similar experience to you and that has getting has gotten or is getting the results that you want because they then become it's like they expand your capacity of what's possible in the world. And I think that's a really powerful approach to be able to take if you're just starting out as well.
0: A hundred percent. I I I agree. And I think you know we've we've got to we've got to focus on all elements, you know, not just the physical but the mental, emotional, even the spiritual as well. And I think when when we do take all of that into account, then then radical things can shift and can heal. And I'm so grateful that you are this beacon of hope for people to say, look, this, this was my story, this was my experience, but I decided something different. And to be that living, walking, breathing example of what's possible, I think is just so so amazing, and it's no wonder that you're getting such beautiful results with your clients now, and so successful in what you're doing with your coaching and the groups that you are building as well. And we'll talk a bit about that in in a moment. I I I was going to say something cheeky. I was going to say, wow! I hope you're writing a book. <laughs> <laughs> so Lisa is in my birth your book intake she's in my current birth your book program and you've created a beautiful cover for your book that I'm thinking of right now as you're talking mm-hmm. and I can't wait to read your book and that's something that's in the works for later this year that's something you're that's, working away on
1: yeah that's right I I've always thought to myself that I would love to write a book and when your course came up I just knew that that was a sign that it It's happening now because what better time than now? And it's, yeah, it's going to be about sharing parts of my journey in a way that supports that uh, inspiration within others to be able to find that power within themselves to be able to face and move forward from whatever it is that they're experiencing in their life. So, I've re- I've been really enjoying the writing process and I've loved your support on that journey and I can't wait to publish it.
0: Yeah, I can't wait to read it. It's going to be awesome. So then, you know, because you were already working and making a really big difference in the world, working with youth and homelessness and counselling and, and you had your own business. And then really in the last 12 to 18 months, you've, you've shifted focus and now you're really just working, not just, now you're really working with, helping people ship things using not only your counselling but also your NLP, hypnotherapy, all of your master practice skills as well. So what is sort of a typical day in your life look like now? Is there a typical day in your life?
1: Yeah, well, I would say that every day looks quite different. However, what I love to do um, in my day is go over to my local cafe and spend some time doing a little bit of admin or emails, uh, might be doing some work on Canva for an upcoming program. And then I usually have um, a few clients scheduled for the day and I will do those at home. I sit on my lounge room floor with a cup of tea and I just love it that I get to support some really incredible women Uh, to make massive shifts in their life and yeah I just my my business that I have now just creates so much joy within me I just I struggle sometimes to stop because I love it so much and it's very much incorporated into life there's very blurred lines I feel um between business and life but I just love it
0: Mm, so good and I think you're right when you're passionate about what you're doing sometimes forcing yourself to switch off is is a strange feeling (laughs) it's not it's not like a normal job that's for sure it's so good
1: yeah and you know you wear so many hats as well so my day is so varied and interesting and you know I do finance stuff and I do more strategic planning and then I might be going to Office to do printing you know like it's so mm. <laughs> it's so varied um, but yeah I, I did I was I've always felt really passionate about the work that I do. I was um, working in the social work counselling space with young people, um, also ran a private practice. And once I had really transformed my life and I had some really powerful modalities that had shifted so much for me, I, I felt like I had no choice but to step away from what I was doing because, you know, it has its place. But for me, it didn't have the power of transformation that what I do now does.
0: Mm. Yeah. And so tell us about what you have for people who are listening and they want to kind of be more in your world. What are some of the ways that they can start reaching out or being in your circle?
1: So a really amazing place to start is to come and join my Facebook community, which is free to join. It's called the Golden Thread Collective and within there, there's, a, there's lots going on and it's growing and changing all the time, but you will have access to regular free masterclasses that I run I also will host live meditations in there and it's a community for women to come together and just feel really supported and it's where I want to hear as well what people are seeking and how I can best support so that's um, I would love for any listeners that feel called to come and join join us there and then I also have, oh, the, I have a masterclass coming up called "Your Heart of Feminine Gold," which is going to be about reconnecting with your feminine essence, and I'm really excited about that because that's played a really pivotal um, role, I guess, in in my healing journey—is reconnecting with my feminine, which for so long I I thought was week and I rejected it and realizing now that it has so much beauty and power um, when I'm able to reconnect with that so that's the upcoming masterclass, and I also have a program coming up which I haven't I've given a sneaky little um, peek of that to my community but it hasn't actually been announced yet. And that is called Golden Femme Rising. So if you come on into my community, you will hear lots more details about that coming up. And then the other way to work with me is one-on-one. And so I offer these really powerful breakthrough sessions, which are eight hours in total. And they are one of my favorite ways to work with people because... I just get to watch over a, a whole day a complete transformation in someone's mindset and I feel so incredibly energised after one of those sessions. So I really love being able to support people through those. And uh, I also have three-month immersions with me or six-month immersions so people can choose to um, work with me on a, a We generally have fortnightly appointments and that is really addressing, uh, I guess, your mindset and clearing out suppressed emotions and limiting beliefs and then looking at what you want to achieve in life and making that happen.
0: Hmm. Actually making it happen. Yeah. Yeah. And so what do you love most about what you're doing now?
1: Oh, I love I love being able to share everything that I've learned on my journey and watching watching a woman come to me and f- when she's feeling lost, she's feeling powerless and then being able to work with her and just see that she is able to reclaim that all within herself and understand that everything she needs is already within her and she can be in control of her life and just watching, I guess, exactly how I felt when I reclaimed and I felt that power flood back into my body really strongly. I get to watch that in other women and it just is the most beautiful thing to watch. I just love it so much. And so that would be my, the most favorite part of my work, I think. Hmm.
0: And I think, you know, when you're talking, first of all, I want to acknowledge that you speak so beautifully and melodic that I am kind of going into a nice little relaxed (laughs) bubble. So I'm sure people (laughs) listening to your voice, there's a sort of, there's a pace to the way that you talk that is just so relaxing. That's lovely. Mm -hmm. And I think the second thing that's really shining through in everything you're saying is this, this hopeful authentic enthusiasm enthusiasm for life enthusiasm for things being able to be different to what people may already experience and also just full of all this hope to know that something can be different and i think that that's so important you know i think a lot of people are struggling with even just the last year you know the challenges that the challenges that people have gone through and the changes that are happening in the world as well. And, and I think, you know, this is a really powerful time. And so if people listening to this, if you have been thinking of working with a coach, either in a group setting or one-on-one, you know, I cannot recommend Lisa enough. I've referred so many people to you and they've all had such beautiful, incredible results, which is just so special. You know, I think the fact that you obviously are, you know, embodying and really applying what, what Paul and I love sharing in our courses and what you're now, you know, putting into practice in your coaching as well as everything you've amassed through your own personal journey too. I just think it's such a, it's such an authentic way that you are bringing this all together and it's yeah, absolutely beautiful. So, uh, you know, I really, I don't, I don't know, like, I just feel like this, this has been a bit of a a spark of light for people listening to this and listening to you and if they haven't heard from you. But I think people who are listening to this that do know you as well, it's so profound to hear your story and hear your journey and know that because that was actually something that I didn't know a lot about until sort of the last six to 12 months working more closely with you. And so I think the more that you share that story, the, you know, the the more of a ripple effect it's going to have as well, because it is such an inspiring journey and story that you have to share. So I'm so excited to have your book out into the world as well and helping wake, wake up, you know, the healer within, within all the people that read your book as well. And so I guess, you know, you've talked about at the start, if people have had maybe a diagnosis or a label, the first thing to start looking at is what are their beliefs and what are they saying to themselves about it? But what would be sort of two other suggestions, two other tips that you would recommend for people in order to create change in their life?
1: I would start by looking at your diet because for me, I had a belief that I ate healthy and it wasn't until I started to really do some research and and also seek the support of um, some professionals that I realized that so much of the food that I had been told was regular healthy food was actually quite inflammatory to my body. And I I went through a period of being incredibly Um, diligent with what I ate because I had a purpose of healing and I've reached a point now where I I feel like I have a lot of balance in in how I eat and what I eat Um, but that for me was incredibly powerful to shift my diet and understand just how powerful the food that we put into our mouths is in creating our physical body and and how it's interacting with the world and the diseases that that are presenting so it for me it was about really cleaning up that environment of my body so that my body was in had the capacity to heal itself
0: Mm. yeah beautiful
1: so that diet is one and I think another one for me that has been really powerful is meditation yeah and I guess in that you know at the time of my diagnosis I was working I was actually managing a youth homelessness service in Adelaide and at any one time we had 130 young people who were homeless and there were staff that I was looking after it was it was quite a high stress job and you know, when I look back on that, I can see that my self-care practices probably weren't at a level that allowed me to get that stress to leave my body. Mm. (laughs) So I was carrying so much. And when our body is in a stressed state for a prolonged period of time, its capacity to heal on a daily basis is dramatically reduced. And so I think that would be another thing that I would suggest is, you know, and it might not be meditation for you, it might be something else, but really taking that time to allow your body to unwind and get back into your parasympathetic nervous system, I think is really powerful for health.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. And I think, you know, it it's it's, it seems simple, but in practice and making sure people are actually actually doing that, it's such a it's such an important reminder of the fundamentals. And I think the point that you make around your diet is also super important because I think, even just having another look at it. And even after you eat as well, tuning in with your body and noticing if you feel energized or drained and just little things like that, it, it's it's amazing how much feedback you can actually receive from your body. And I find it fascinating how you know how few practitioners even really focus on that or ask about that. And it's you know what's making our bodies and our chemistry and our biology. so it's such an important piece of the puzzle. So, yeah, in a nutshell, beliefs diet and and creating a place that is a conducive environment for healing and getting into parasympathetic through meditation breath and you've got a meditation on insight timer as well yes I do yeah yes and yeah so
1: anyone (laughs) anyone who would love to listen there are more coming on insight timer so be sure to go and follow me there as well and that's a free app that you can use it's my favorite meditation app and there's just endless guided meditations that you can find on there
0: Yeah, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful space. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Look, thank you so much for shining a light on your world. And I think, you know, if anyone is interested, I'll I'll pop all the details of how to reach out to Lisa and her group and also on her socials and the comments in the show notes. So if you want to reach out, I highly recommend that you do. And thank you so much for your time. Is there anything else you wanted to add or share or anything else in closing?
1: I think it would be that... You know, if there is anything that you're going through at the moment that even though the power is within you, you don't need to do it alone. There is so many people out there who can support you on your journey and and allow it to be one that feels incredibly supported.
0: Hmm. That's beautiful. Yeah. I think I was listening to something the other day talking about even the topic of of the idea of self-help and that we need to let go of that notion and that the best way to have help is in a supported space as well and not to have to do it alone because um, sometimes we need to, you know, we need to help one another. And I think that's a really important piece to finish on. So thank you so much, beautiful. Thank you for your time. And it was as always, just lovely having a, a conversation with you about you and your world and what you're doing. Keep, keep doing the magic that you are doing out there in the world and thank you so much for who you are and what you're showing up as as an example of in this world. So thank you. Thank
1: you so much, Juliet.
0: That's this week's episode from Relaunch My Life Radio, live from Australia. Visit us at relaunchmyliferadio.com for more and remember... It's never too late to relaunch your life.